You're hot and you're cold. You're in and you're out. You're up and you're down. You're inside and out. (laughs) (laughs) And we needed a webcam on Yacht's face there. Whoops. (laughs) Oh, you bleep. (laughs) Indeed. Kids today with their dirty lyrics. Oh, yuck. The dumb button is your friend. (laughs) What have I done? (laughs) Turns out all of it isn't edited. Oh, man. (laughs) All right, Joe Ingalls is coming up. uh, We think in about 15 to 20 minutes. So stay tuned for Joe. A lot of you have been tweeting us questions that we have previously asked him, but we'll be happy to ask them again. So. This Send is, us your question. This is the most important stretch of every guy on this team's NBA career so to date. To date. Mm-hmm. With the possible exception of Conley. Because I can't remember everything that he was doing in Memphis. I know they made it in one conference final. He did make a conference final, yeah. But he's been consistent, and here he hasn't had consistency this year. But if he finds consistency over the last 28 games and in the postseason... Nobody cares about the first 50. No. Yeah. And everything is going to be worth it. And, you know, he needs to play like he had been before he got uh, sick, and they set him out in the back-to-back. And they're so bunched up, and I know management... You know, it's talked about how maybe they missed a couple of games that they could actually literally be in second place. And I get that. Uh, you know, I think I think coaches and management people, they suffer the losses more than they enjoy the wins, unless you win it all. And so, yeah, you're going to look back. But the great thing about it is with 28 games and only a game out, there's so much time. You're right where, in, in a sense, you're right where you need to be. You may not be where you want to be, but you're right where you need to be, and you have plenty of time. And if you don't finish in second place, it's probably because it's on you. It's not anybody else, you know, unless you have a slew of uh, injury down the road here, and hopefully that doesn't happen, obviously. But they have plenty of time, and each guy can really establish himself. Because this year's team, this is the best team that Quinn Snyder has had. I don't think anybody's arguing that. It's going to have the best win total. Yeah. I'm convinced of that. And three years ago, they won 51. And I think they're going to top that. Yeah. Depending on who you follow, people are projecting them for 53 or 54 now. And if they get to the conference final, I don't think it's like a Portland deal. Portland got to the conference final last year because they played a Denver team that wasn't prepared. Because you know, Denver's first shot at it. Mm-hmm. And so they were better in the moment. And uh, but now Portland's and they've had some injuries for sure. But I think it was it was a little bit of uh, uh, not a true built on uh, rock foundation. It didn't feel like Houston should have been in that four or five series. Yeah, that, that was a that little too. that was a little bit of an outlier. Yeah, and, and and credit Portland, they took advantage of it. But but the Jazz are legit. So my point is, if they get to the conference final this year, it's legit. It's not going to be a backdoor situation. And the great thing about it is, everybody's expected the nucleus is expected to come back next year. So you would gain a ton of momentum going into next year. And who knows what's going to happen with the Lakers because Anthony Davis hasn't exactly committed himself and LeBron will be That's, 36. Yes, but also you got to figure the Warriors are going to be back next year. I, I get Warriors that. are kind of yes, taking you off I, I down there that. in 15th place and nobody thinks that's going to last. Yes, now, I don't know that they're going to come back. But I'll take my chances with them too. I don't know that they're going to come back as uh, they're gonna be a 65 win warrior, but they ought to bottom for them I right know. now. 55 wins top four. Yeah. I, I Dallas will get better. I get yeah. it. 
and who knows uh, what else is going to happen. The West will be fierce but it's again about, next it's, year. It's more about the Jazz. It's not about the other guys. The Jazz... Go to the conference final this year if you can find a way. It would be absolutely sensational. And then you build a ton of momentum into next season, and the standard will have been set. It's right there for you. That's the great thing about it is in terms of that second seed, there's nothing anybody can do to you to prevent you from getting that. Got to win the games. They can beat you. But if you do what you're capable of doing, you're just as good or better than any of these other teams. You got to go show it, though. That's why it's great to see. There's not a lot of ground to make up. There's only a half game behind the Clippers and a game and a half behind the Nuggets. And we can woulda, coulda, shoulda a couple games of that five-game losing streak. It's easy to do. Everybody does it. Literally everybody does Uh, it. It's plenty of time. Right. They They can do it. And if you got in the three seed, it's probably just as well. It's not that big of a deal anyway. So you're probably just dandy and fine if you get that at that point. So these next 28, man, they're set up for you. A five-game home streak right out of the break. I mean, come on. You couldn't ask for anything more. For 15, was it? Well, actually, for 45 years, the NBA screwed the Jazz with this horrible <laughs> schedule. <laughs> but now they're serving it up for you. Uh, they, they're Basically, they're owed this. They've played 25 home games and 29 road games. So they'd have to play four straight just to get back to splitting it. So get five in a row at home. You've, you've earned this. You've played the road games early. So take advantage of the home games. Yeah. It's right there for you, man. It's there for the And taping. we're taking them one game at a time, so we're talking about the Spurs Friday. We're not bringing up the Rockets Saturday. Well, I am. I'm looking at all five of them. The Rockets. Yeah, you get well, you, Big game. you gotta beat them all. Yeah. And you should beat the Spurs. Eight games under five hundred and ten games under on the road, nine and nineteen. Not a good road Yeah, team. I can't think of any excuse. It's not, well, this is the first game back and after a, win. a 42-game road trip win. and this guy's got the sniffles. Need to win. Blah, 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 blah. That's the advantage of having a deep team, though. If somebody's off and somebody isn't locked in, Quinn can go to somebody else. So, bring it. Well, everybody ought to be on. Exactly. Nobody ought to be off. Practice today, game tomorrow, get a W, and away we go. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to a 2-0, and and then who do they got Monday? Phoenix. Phoenix sucks. Yes, they do. So, yeah. Running in uh, uh, 11th place. Right. No, 12th, excuse me, 12th place in the West. Way down 13th. There. No, well, after they lose, they'll drop to 13th. <laughs> it yeah. could be. They yeah. could be 13th by the time they come in. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Joe Ingles, coming up in the next segment. Stay with us. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah State picks up win number 22. They blow out Wyoming a 10-0 run early in the game, up 15 at the half. They win by 20. 78-58, 26 points for Sam Merrill. Aggies off this week, and they got a bye in the 11-team Mountain West. They'll host San Jose State next week. College basketball locally, we got a doubleheader tonight. 23rd-ranked BYU looks for win number 22. They're hosting Santa Clara, the Merritt Center. 7 o'clock, you can watch it on the CBS Sports Network. The Utes have an 8-30 game against UCLA at the Huntsman Center. That game's on Fox Sports 1. NBA resumes play tonight. Six games on the schedule. In the West, the Memphis Grizzlies play the Sacramento Kings and the Houston Rockets have the Golden State Warriors in the nightcap on TNT. The Rockets will be here on Saturday. 
Top of the Wire is brought to you by Action Plumbing. Call Action Plumbing and get your winter furnace tune-up and safety check for $33. By calling Action Plumbing at 801-833-3333 or going to actionplumbing.net. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. You ready? You guys ready? Cody Taylor, USA Today. What is the potential of this Jazz team if everything comes together? Yeah, I think they should be definitely mentioned in teams that have a chance to come out of the Western Conference. When you look forward, though, Gobert, Donovan Mitchell are going to have to lead the way. Some of the other guys on the roster and can step up and help. Will Mike Conley stay healthy? And then, of course, the pickup of Jordan Clarkson was excellent, in my opinion. He's played very well. So when you look at all those things, as of right this second, before the second half of the season gets underway, if you're a Jazz fan, you got to be happy with where the team stands at this moment. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Instrumentals are safer, aren't they, Yach? Let's get back into the shallow end of the pool. Well, they don't have words. Yes, and that saves us a lot. How about this, man? This story out of New Hampshire. The police chief of a New Hampshire town yeah, I know, literally I know when he was this. stripped of his duties at a local board meeting, disrobing to his underwear yep. and walking out into a snowstorm. His wife picked him up. He was in his underwear and his boots walking home. He should have gone all the way. He'd had the job for 20 years. The state police are going to be handling the law in that town now, which is, I guess, what happened when he was uh, you know, not working anyway. Because they had one guy. So he did his 40 hours and the rest of the time. Oh, he's like Andy Taylor? <laughs> Pretty much. See, his wife comes and gets him. He's walking home in his underwear and boots. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. All right, all the stuff we've been talking about today. Utah State taking care of business. Every day. Well, at least at home against Wyoming. Up by 15 at the half, one by 20. Blew out a bad team. Joe Lenardi now has them as a, in a play-in game. But he, uh, he updated it last night after the game. I was flicking around, and he had them listed as the uh, best of the four teams. So maybe they can play their way out of those playing games and straight into the main draw and start on a Thursday instead of a Still Tuesday. a little too early, but yeah. Although, man, if you play on the Tuesday, that counts as an NCAA tournament win. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a playing game anymore. No, it's not. They got the, they got the, they got the yeah. NCAA. The blue carpet's out, so it's the real deal. Yeah, it is. It is now. There's a telltale blue carpet at the NCAA basketball tournament. Well, for all years the courts they're designed; they have to yeah. look the same, and they just have yeah. the location is different at the underneath the hoop. Yeah, uh, yeah. But for Aggie fans who are trying to figure out if they can follow their team and where they have to go, not having to go to Dayton would be a plus. Maybe get Sacramento or Spokane uh, if you want to go to both, I guess. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. So the Aggies get the win, and now it's the Utes and the Cougars playing tonight. And so we talked a little bit about BYU because we played the uh, Zach Selyus interview in the 7 o'clock hour. If you want to go back and listen to hour number two online, 1280thezone.com, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. And as a senior, just all in, the NCAA tournament, the goal is so close now. It's right. been a long road to get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Four-year road for these guys, these right. seniors. There's seven of them. Right. And I get the sense that it's not just get there, that it wants to accomplish something, and that's obviously winning in that tournament. Yeah, they've got a big two weeks ahead of them. Uh, 
you know, obviously tonight Santa Clara is an improved ball club, but you still should win. Gonzaga is always huge. You couldn't ask for a better situation on senior night. You're playing Gonzaga. It's sold out. It's, it's an atmosphere that's as good as any in college sports, college basketball. As, as good as any. And I've been to a lot of places over the years. And that Marriott Center with that student body, you got it going on there. And we'll see what happens there Saturday night. And uh, then Well, Gonzaga's got one loss this year. And the only team to win in the Marriott Center and beat BYU this year is undefeated San Diego State. And, of course, Yoli Childs didn't play. No. And it was a five-point game. They were right there. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, yeah, San Diego State. They're, Can they take down Gonzaga? Because right now they, they've been a seventh seed for quite a while in the projections, and now I've seen them as a six. And so how high can they go if they beat Gonzaga? How much of a boost does that give you in a year when there's a ton of parity? Because if you're all about winning that first game and then having a chance to win a second game, you'd rather be a five or six than a seven or an eight. Well, eight's a kiss of death. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I would prefer to be a ten rather than an eight or nine. Uh but yeah, I, I think if they if they got to the final and maybe uh, had a close game with Gonzaga, I think they can get slight chance of five, mo- more likely a six, and that's plenty good enough. The uh, fives are teams like Marquette, Arizona, Oregon, Colorado, probably battling uh, Butler, Ohio State, and Michigan State too. Those are fives and sixes right now in Lenardi's bracketology. So you're in that group of teams. And then you never know because BYU can get moved a line or two because they're not going to play on a Sunday. So good luck figuring all that out. But that's who you're with. And if you get a win over Gonzaga, that would be a big deal. Well, just win games and don't worry about any of that nonsense. Well, they got to beat Santa Clara tonight at home, which they ought to do. Santa Clara has been very good at home. and they got a nice record, but they're 3-5 and five on the road. So. Yeah, go, and, go and you know, they guys. just had a one-point win over San Diego, so you want to come back and establish some momentum going into Saturday. You'll take a one-point win if that's what it requires, but you're looking to... You'd rather go out and yeah. win this thing by 10 or yeah, 12. And, and, have, and then everything is set up. Senior day, at home, at, well, some form of national television. I'm sure I don't know what network it's going to be on, but obviously it's a big deal. and It's all set up for them to go on the road next week and then get down to Vegas. Unlike last year where you limped in, this, this you have an opportunity to just roll in at a high, high level. And uh, BYU-Gonzaga games on ESPN2. Yeah, that's plenty good enough. Eight, eight o'clock Mountain Time Saturday night, so a little offset from the Jazz. Yeah, I'll be well. I'll be here uh, Saturday, but I'll be uh, certainly pre-half and post. Patrick Kinahan, more radio for you. Yeah, and then I'll be out in the concourse uh, before the game. If anybody wants to talk to me, T- taking selfies, signing autographs. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like Joe. You can be rude to me, and I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll, pick <laughs> up a sh- I'll pick up a sharpie so you can just carry it with you. <laughs> No one has ever, well, one time, one time, somebody was rude to me. One time in public. Oh, yeah? All these years, yeah. It was in this arena. What did they do? Uh, I was walking in about, went to the game as just a fan. Wasn't uh, it the, the urinal situation? Uh, yeah, guy, yeah, I was walking in and he bleeped, he said, bleep you, Kinahan, or something like that. Uh, but that was it. I mean, I've had hundreds of interactions uh, with folks. People who figure you out when you have your hat pulled down low, and, trying to keep a low profile? Uh, well, whatever. Just on trips, as I, I remember, I have a buddy in Saint. Uh, we, I knew him in L.A. We worked together, and then we we were spring break back. We were gonna. We both decided uh, let's go to Saint George. We'll meet up in Saint George. We'll go on a three day golf thing, and so we did. And on a Friday night, they had a little uh, 
like a town fair downtown. And I told him, I said, you know, my profile is a little bit different here than it was <laughs> in LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So we go to get a burger and we're at uh, one of the local chain burger places. Guys come up to me. Hey, PK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put him up to it. And yeah. Okay. And then we go to this street fair thing. And these people were coming up wanting pictures. <laughs> and I view myself as a nobody, so certainly I'm going to take a picture with anybody who wants to take a picture with me. And uh, at that point, he's like, he's he's getting more irritated. <laughs> so he's that kind of friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are the best. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a Southern Cal guy all the way, born and raised in the South Bay where we, where we worked. And he was just, uh, he was getting taken aback a little bit by what was going on. And I tried to tell him, but, you know, it's, it, it just sounds, just doesn't sound, hey, you know, I'm a big shot, so, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. And how do you tell that to somebody who knew you when, uh, when you weren't? And here you have a higher profile job with the television and radio. So, and Joe, you know, had that situation this week where he talked about somebody who's rude but only one time in all these years, no, the public has just been as gracious as could possibly be to me, uh, and they they enjoy talking to me, and and so, sometimes I do pull the hat down, but uh, you know, not if I'm if I'm out for an evening, not I don't even usually wear a hat. I'm at the gym maybe, but uh, or on the, the road trips, you get that you get it a ton when you go travel with the teams. The more you're in a sports-type environment, then yeah. the more it happens. Yeah. And if you're walking on the concourse at a jazz game, you're going to get recognized. If you're sitting at the gate the morning after a bowl game, flying back home with a bunch of fans after a yeah. big win, of course they're going to, hey, I'm out of the game, I'll be gay. And I actually have on the road, uh, going to stadiums, just if the game starts at 5, you know, get there if it's a nice day, get there at 2, walk around. Now, I've been to all the stadiums in the conference, but still, the most I'm going to be there outside of uh, ASU is every other year. Obviously, I've been to the Sun Devil Stadium hundreds of, you know, hundreds of times. Uh, but even then, I get there early. And so you see you see fans walking around doing the same exact thing. And, there for the game. You might yeah. as well go soak it up. Yeah. I tell that story the time I took my parents to uh, Notre Dame, and we were in Chicago. Oh, that's awesome. And we were actually in the Cubs uh, gift shop. I took them to Wrigley. Now, my parents hadn't been anywhere. I actually financed the entire trip. I paid for their way, their flights and everything. And we're in the uh, Chicago's Wrigley Field uh, gift shops open down right field. And there's a bunch of BYU fans there, right? Hey, BK, BK, BK. So my mother says, who are those people? I said, I don't know. I said, you don't know? And uh, I said, I don't know the names. Well, they're they're talking to you. They're calling out your initials. I said, yeah, I know. But they know me from work. I don't know them specifically, but I know they're BYU fans, and they're doing the same thing that we're doing. We're enjoying the activities the day before the game, before we head down to South Bend. And so she grasped it, and my father was across the uh, gift shop, same name as me. She yelled out, hey, Pat! He's got the thick Jersey accent. Hey, Pat! Huh? Pat! What? He yells back. You see all these people talking to your kid? They know him, but he doesn't know them. Yeah? Yeah. And she's across the gift shop. Ain't that the bleeps? 
<laughs> Ida, please. <laughs> We're with the Mormons. <laughs> that is awesome. And that was one of about 30 stories that happened that weekend. <laughs> I only got one relative who might have blurted that out. Oh, yeah, my mother was as profane as it could possibly be. Nah, I, I, I had a great aunt who might have blurted that out. She could have done that. And my sisters, they're right there with him. Classic. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they just, they, they, Followed only by your parents in the, in the Notre Dame press box. They just sit there. I got to write a story. Just sit there and yeah. be quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a press box at that point, it's probably 70, 80% empty. Writers are on deadline, but the electronic media, radio, TV, web people, maybe a few of the web people have to come back and write something, but mostly they go down and get the audio and the video and they're filing their stuff. They don't come back up to do that. Right. There's no point. Yeah. And I told them just, and they had the TVs there and I got them yeah. some pizza. Notre Dame treats you really well. So I got them some food, put them up there. And, uh, and they really just had to eat pizza and watch a game. And it, yeah, yeah. And it, right wouldn't, have been, the it wouldn't have been a story. And they're in the Notre Dame press box. My father, Irish Catholic, you know, he loved the whole experience. It was a dream come true. And they're just watching yeah. the next game that comes yeah. on. And I told him, just sit here. And I was working for the watchdog. And I had, I had about, I probably had about two hours worth of work because I had multiple stories I had to do. Yeah. So just sit there and uh, be quiet. And I'll be over here. We'll be working. And we'll go out. We'll get something to eat. And we'll head back to Chicago and on our way the next day so yeah 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 yeah. five minutes after i sit down i'm from jersey man and i've been an irish catholic and a notre dame fan and i look over there he's got like 20 people he's entertaining them he's holding court that's awesome <laughs> that's exactly what i said not to do because you're not supposed to you're in a press box you're supposed to be and you're not credentialed to be in a press yeah, box yeah well there's that <laughs> but at the same time having been to notre dame for byu notre dame basketball and they they love that. They love knowing there's an Irish guy from Jersey who's having the experience for the first time. You're this, right. This is a place where they sit they sit somebody in a chair, some volunteer, some 60, 70 year old person, and they're sitting there and welcome to Notre Dame. And pre cell phones, I have to walk out and use a payphone a couple times. And so the the first time I walk in, welcome to Notre Dame. I think, well, that's quite the degree. And then I have to go back out and use a payphone or something. And, and I come back in and welcome to Notre Dame. I'm like, yeah, you already told me that. And so I had to go out and make one more call. And I got a third. Welcome to. Oh my gosh. Yes, Notre Dame. I've been to many stadiums, and most of them are very fine. Uh, but Notre Dame, they really go overboard. And BYU's tried to adopt that. Yeah. I've seen them uh, with it, the visitors when they yeah. come in. That uh, most of them come in the north. Uh, would be the north uh, west side is where the, a lot of the Vicks mm-hmm. that come in and they do That's have where a their bunch seats of greeters. Football. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they have a bunch of greeters right there. They copied that. Notre Dame really, and I've been to Notre Dame many times, and they really go overboard right. to make sure you feel welcome. But yeah. that's who it's really for, man. And you get this Notre Dame fan, this Notre Dame lifer in Jersey. It's a common story. Right. And it's awesome. And as I understand with Notre Dame, there's a they have a high percentage of first-time people. Yeah. And so they... they I was surprised out. when their sellout streak broke this year. I mean, I know it's you know, oh, me too. the HD experience. Yeah, and I know. It's hard to get there, but there's so many Notre Dame fans who, for them, it's like, hey, let's just go to one game a year. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. thought season ticket holders could always unlo- unload the stuff on StubHub, but didn't work out. No. All right, DJ and PK, we're waiting on Joe Ingles. He's in a meeting. As soon as he steps out, we'll talk to him. We'll be right back, hopefully with Joe on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. Hey, yeah. This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic. And certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle Bells! Ben. Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show. <laughs> With DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. The Joe Ingles Show is brought to you by your hardworking friends at Mountainland Supply. For all your plumbing and irrigation needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. Joe Ingles joins us now. Joe, good morning. Good morning. Y'all refreshed and revitalized after the All-Star break? We saw you on the treadmill getting your uh, getting your work in. You good to go? <laughs> do that probably too many times. No, yeah. Um, it's always, yeah. I mean, it's always a, a fun time of the year for us to have a little break and spend some time with the family and the kids and all that and um, obviously a lot of guys get away and kind of do what they need to do and um, yeah you just come back you, you obviously feel a bit more fresh than what you did going into it and ready to finish off the year um, make a little push and, and obviously then have the playoffs As you've gotten older has your training changed? Um, I mean yeah probably bits and pieces I think as you get older, you understand your body more and what you need to do and what you don't need to do. I think is when you're younger, uh, you probably just go 100 miles an hour all the time because you want to keep working and keep getting better. And, um, I think as you get older, um, I know me now when we have a chance to have a day off and, and stuff like that, I, I feel like it's uh, a day to really use that day and then have some time off and... Um, not even physically all the time, but mentally with the kids to be able to hang out with the kids or Renee. And, um, so I think as you get older, you just diet-wise, training-wise, um, you, you just really keep honing in on, on what you really need to do to, to keep playing at a, at a high level. So how much do you go by, uh, by feel and how you feel and how you think you need to feel? And how much is this all computers and the strength and conditioning staff has a you know, day-by-day uh, program for you? And, you? and you really follow that as opposed to how you feel? Um, I mean, there's probably a bit of involved with it. I think, I mean, the Jazz um, medical team that if they're listening would hate me because I hate going by the computers and the numbers and stuff like that. Um, I personally like going off feel, um, but uh, I think with some of the technology and stuff these days, there is stuff that you can look at and that's, that's obviously useful. Um, but if you were if you were just asking me, I would I would I prefer going off feel. If I feel like I'm tired, I'm going to do the day. If I feel like I'm good, but the computer says I'm not, I, you know what I mean? It's it's one of those weird things. But obviously, we, we've got a pretty unreal medical staff and team and. Um, they've obviously got our best interest. So we, we obviously do listen to all their information and what they say. Um, but if you were yeah, just asking me, I would, I would go off feel. So we as fans, Joe, we look, you got 28 games. You start off the All-Star break uh, with five home games. You're a game and a half on behind second. And so we obsess about all these things, about you got to make your move to be at the end of this five-game road team. got to be in second place, blah, 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 blah. You guys get into that or don't even worry about it? 
Um, I mean, not right now. I think right now it's just as it sort of as I know it doesn't sound like kind of too many, but there's still a lot of games to go, and I think that as I mean, obviously every game is important. I think, and especially with how close it kind of the standings are, you can win or lose a game and and be in a completely different um, position and all that. So I think our team, um, it's not something that we need to talk about every day and and, um, keep kind of preaching it. I think we just, we understand it's an important time of the year. Um, Every game is obviously as important as the next. And um, obviously you want to be be winning and playing well and, and high up on the ladder, but you, at the end of the day, like you said, you want to be playing well and um, heading into the playoffs. Um, I think as it gets closer and there's 5, 10, 15 games and you can really see kind of where you can finish. Um, by that point, other teams might be doing whatever they're doing. So um, right now, I just take every game as it is and, and obviously uh, kind of go into each game knowing how important they are. The games are a blur. There are so many of them. But I'm curious when you come up on a team and you've just played them and you've just lost to them, if that gets you a little more fired up. Obviously, you're going to play San Antonio. You just lost there. Obviously, then you're going to play Houston. And they could be fired up because you just beat them on a last-second shot there. But the game comes so fast and furious. Do, do guys dial into that stuff or no? Um, I, I think certain there, there's certain teams or games or situations that, that make you kind of excited to play that team again um, I know I think it was last year the year before when we lost to Dallas by 40 or 50 or whatever it was we we was <laughs> we wanted to play them kind of right away we wanted to play them again obviously with the, the loss that we had and credit to them for, for kicking our ass but um, there's certain situations certain games that you want to obviously we lost to San Antonio and um, we, we didn't really play kind of too well at all that game and um, so you remember, like you, you definitely have memory of kind of that last situation or something you could have done better, and, um, whatever it was or whatever it is. So we'll be, I think the guys will be, and, and just putting in the break too, everyone's kind of itching to, to get back out there and play a game. And um, so I think our guys will be ready to go and, and then obviously have to back it up the next night against a, a good Houston team who's just added some more pieces to them. And, um, yeah, we've got to back it up, um, obviously beating them the last time we played them. So can I get a selfie with you? Please. Yeah, there <laughs> it is. <laughs> I, I knew you knuckleheads were going to bring this up. <laughs> you brought it up. What do you mean, us knuckleheads? <laughs> that created quite a, that, yeah, that created quite a stir. It did. Uh, mm-hmm. Much more than I uh, anticipated. <laughs> um, it's funny because I, I don't know how many. I mean, I don't know how many people have seen, and a lot of people would be able to have my back on this. But whenever I sign autographs, like walking off the court or whatever, and people put the, the jerseys or whatever in your face, and I always say to them, like, "Say please, like, oh, can you sign this? Just say please." I'm, like, I'm more than happy. I'll sign everything in the world if, if everyone in the world says please. And um, yeah, just I think it'd been one of those things that, like, I'd constantly talk about it and do it to fans, to kids, to, to older people, to whoever it was. Um, and then the other day, um, I had a phone shoved in my face, and I was with Renee, and we were just kind of. It was nice to just be with my wife for once, and. 
um, yeah, I just said, oh, can you say please? And then he made the little remark back, but whatever. It all, it happened. He actually apologized to me. He posted, I think he posted the picture of us. I still obviously had the photo with him and he apologized and said, obviously, he was pretty excited and um, not a problem. So um, I'm glad he got his photo. I was his youngest son's favorite player. So I told him to say his son. So it was all good. But it's just a, a general, I mean, it's just, like basketball player or not, doctor, Seven Eleven, wherever you work, it doesn't matter where you work. If if you're asking someone to do something or return, like whatever it is, it's like please and thank you. It's like the most common, easy courtesy in the world. So, um, yeah, it definitely blew up way more than <laughs> what I thought it was going. I was literally on Twitter going through the replies, knowing that it would come up. We talked right? right, and I and you know you and another one and another one. I keep going. I'm like, wow, this is quite a few. That, honestly, when I was like, I didn't read all of them I, I was saying I know, every time I opened my phone, it was like hundreds of replies every time. I'm like, this is just getting ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things that like. I was even some of the replies. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm actually in the wrong. Like, maybe I should have just not said anything and just smiled when. And I'm like, no, like <laughs> the amount of replies like, I was like, maybe I, maybe I should have just like shut up and took, took the photo. I was like, no, that's not the right. Like, there were so many different replies and answers, and um, I'm sure the world will know now. Just say please, and I'll, I'll take a photo. Well, thank you for thank you for reminding us to be polite. Sometimes we need a little refresher. Yeah. Well, and the thing that really irked me was the guy that wrote that I make twelve million dollars and I should just shut up and sign it. Basically, yeah. I'm like, I don't care if I make a dollar. Obviously, I'm very fortunate and lucky to make what I make, and I don't take that for granted. But it doesn't doesn't whatever anyone makes, it doesn't. Like I said, if I go and buy. A Coca-Cola from Seven Eleven. I'm still going to say thank you to the person. Like I'm not just going to walk out. Like it's just common courtesy to say please and thank you. So I hope everyone knows. I've had a few people actually bump into me since that and have joked about it and all that. So definitely uh, got out there. Okay, so, so what I want now from our listeners to separate you out from all the people who saw it on social media, and I don't know how many people saw it on social media because literally I hit it with my thumb to get it flying by. I hit it like three times. I didn't hit the end, so I thought there could be like 10,000 of these now. I'm not going to look at them all. Man. But to separate us out from them, I want people who see you or listening to this say, DJ and PK remind us to say please and thank you. Just to crack you up. I didn't, see if we can get that I didn't even hear what you said then. You whispered and it went. <laughs> I want them to say, DJ and PK, remind us to say please and thank you. They're all sitting in their car right now doing it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the other, thing, the other thing social media wants us to ask you, although I'm pretty sure we've covered this a couple of times. Uh, now yeah, you, that got real, you got real upset about that. Now that well, I want someone to answer the question, <laughs> ask me a question, will you guys please just do it? Nice. <laughs> Thank you. We will. <laughs> um, You're going no, back to Australia that, five minutes after you retire from the NBA, right? There's a lot of friends and family you have not spent a lot of time with because you've been off playing basketball in multiple continents. It's funny because, um, yeah, yes, that's the answer. I am going to go back to Australia when I retire, 100%. Um, but we spent all-star break here because um, the kids are in school and Jacob needs to stay in, in therapy as much as we can. And, and obviously they're the the priority so we decided to stay and 
obviously them being in school and me not having practice, me and Renee actually got to spend a bit of time together and hang out, go around and drive around and whatever. And um, it was the reason I had wrote that reply to the guy that asked it was that I could, like, I could, if I wasn't so desperate to get home, like, I could see myself living here. Like, if I, if I had to live here and I got an amazing job after and I wanted to stay and Renee was American or whatever the situation was and we ended up having to live in America, I could easily, very easily live in Salt Lake. And I wouldn't have said that four, five, three, probably three, four, five years ago, but the last couple of years being here more. And I understand why like, the kids love it. The kids love the schools they're at. Renee's really comfortable in having here now with um, the group of friends that we've got and... Um, yeah, and just spending this last week here without having to go and practice, um, it was just really nice. It was nice to be able to get around and see a bit of the city and go to some restaurants and cafes. And, um, so if I had to live in America, I would live in Solo. But yes, I will still be on the first flight home. <laughs> Uh, would would there be and, and you should be where your family and friends are and that's where that's that's your home so no no one begrudge you about that but there would be any I don't know what the word would be not sorrow or regret but would you feel to an no. extent that you would miss out because you could probably get a job working in the NBA and maybe you could be a scout down there I don't know but seems like you could have an opportunity to be an executive of some sort in the NBA and if you're down in Australia you can't do that yeah I definitely um, I don't know if like regrets the word or right. whatever right. Um, word is the right one to use but um, without being clearly a confident cocky basketball I, I do think I'd be a, a decent um, kind of front office yeah. uh, I think I would enjoy that I think it's something that I would be good at um, putting a team together seeing players um, I've tell, I tell Dennis all the time I'm going to take his job one day <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just not, I guess, with our, our situation with, with Renee and the kids and, and obviously being from Australia, um, Renee's got her master's in high-performance sport. She she wants to work when we go back to Australia and kind of work within um, the netball world, the, the, the sporting kind of world. And um, I mean, she could probably do that here. I have no doubt in her ability, um, but I think she wants to to do that in Australia and obviously um, the kids like you said the family and all that is, is a big part of it but um, Renee wants to, to go on, to go back and work and um, and do what she wants to do and obviously she's <laughs> chased me around the years by the end of whenever I end up playing it's, um, I mean even just by the end of this contract it's going to be like 14, 15 years or something of being away so um, we'll definitely move back um Maybe I can do something in Australia. I'd love to obviously still be involved with the Jazz somehow, um, yeah, if that was possible. Because obviously they've they've given our family a lot. So um, yeah, we'd love to still be involved if that's coming back or, or actually needing out of being employed somehow. Um, but I will be based in Melbourne, Australia. Well, you're more than welcome to come visit me. Oh, absolutely, man! I was watching. I know you're not into golf, but they had they had uh, some international competition uh, uh, down there uh, a while back, and they kept showing the city. 
And my gosh, it just looked awesome. You know, when they're coming in and out of uh, uh, commercial breaks, they would show the city because yeah. it was there. And I thought to myself, they'd probably deny you going in. You yeah. get to the, <laughs> you'd land in Australia and they'd send you back to uh, to America. I'd be on my best behavior, but it sure looks sweet. I got to admit it. <laughs> it is. I did a week in Sydney, and you told me that's not the best Australian city, and I thought it was awesome. So if there's stuff better than that, look out. But that's like that's like me coming here and trying to say that like Salt Lake's the best place in 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 America to live. And obviously, I've only lived here, so I think it's great, and I could live here. But I'm sure there would be a lot of other people that yeah. would say Salt Lake sucks and the nightlife <laughs> sucks. And um, so it's one of those. I, I live in Melbourne. I'm, well, I'm not from Melbourne. I've been there in Melbourne since I was 17, and I think it's the best city in the world, not just in in Australia. But um, I'm sure there's lots and lots of people in Australia that disagree with that as well. So. Yeah. All right, Joe. Well, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for coming on. We love it, and uh, we're gonna love watching a bunch of home games here in a row. So thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll be watching you play. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. There's Joe Ingles on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are out of time. Tony and Austin are up next.